The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw News Brief. We're going to try to keep things brief today, Larson, but if you're watching us on YouTube, smash that like button. Let's get it up to 500 likes. Larson, what's in the news? The verifiable, non-salacious news. Uh, What's in the news? All Elite Wrestling, they're in the news because apparently uh, they're going to start shooting some more stuff, maybe some of it live. So with Florida deeming WWE and by extension all of pro wrestling an essential service, it only seemed like a matter of time uh, before... Uh, AEW would turn to their headquarters in Jacksonville to do some more uh, wrestling matches there. But according to Dave Meltzer in this week's Wrestling Observer Newsletter, the company may be looking to do some future episodes of their weekly wrestling show live, Mm. saying, quote, AEW is also going back, likely to live programming in a few weeks. While this could also change depending on the circumstances, and they have enough taped to last for several more weeks, the plan right now is for AEW to go back either weekly or or more often, starting on May 6th from Daly's Place in Jacksonville. Before I get to the next bit, there's a bit of an update on that. I would assume more often does not mean more than one day a week. All right, we're getting two episodes of Dynamite every week, man. More often than once a month. Uh, anyways, in a subsequent update on their main page, Wrestling Observer notes that, quote, as of Thursday, according to Meltzer, in this stretch, is that the stretch will last three weeks alternating between live and taped. The May 6th Dynamite will air live with the following following week's show also filmed on the 6th. So kind of like how WB's doing things. Then the May 20th Dynamite will return to live with no plan as for now. What happens after that? Also, as of now, the May 23rd Double or Nothing pay-per-view will also be held in Jacksonville. So it seems like next week taped. Uh, May 6th. Uh, May 6th. That's not even a Wednesday? <laughs> It is. Okay. Uh, May 6th will be live, but then they'll also tape in the following episode. So that'll air taped on the 13th, 20th live, and then uh, three days later will be double or nothing. Okay. So it's I just going to be, uh, yeah, just, it's just, just enjoy the product. What does it matter? <laughs> well, I mean, for the safety of the performers, ideally. Oh, no, I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm not talking about that. I'm just saying, I don't, I'm not sure many people watch exclusively for the you know oh it's not live i'm not gonna watch it was live oh, last yeah, week obviously, i'll obviously. watch next week but i'm not gonna watch this week because it was taped last week i don't think obviously obviously I, the, the 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 premium put on live programming is, 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 i, I kind of don't understand uh anyways um from the sa- health and safety perspective now people get on us for being really critical on wb on a lot of things while giving aew seemingly a pass i see it all the time in our youtube comments so, so when the news first broke this morning everybody's presenting it as oh aew is going back to shooting live like on a weekly basis and if that were the case terrible idea the best case scenario if you got if you're gonna do programming you get everybody together once a month you shoot as much as you can and then you let them all go home just repeat that on a monthly basis if you need to if you feel like you need to produce content ideally you shut down 
if if you know with the safety of your performers in mind and your staff and your crew shut it down wrestling will exist uh, whenever this all you know pans out but if you need to contractually tv contract whatever feel like you want to because you're you're supplying a service that your fans need to take your, their minds off things going on once a month to shoot all all of it so you don't have to make people travel every week yeah every other week yeah yeah you really should just do it once a month i guess for the safety of everybody I mean, what I don't get it, NXT did like once a month very successfully for a spell until they went live weekly because of the TV deal. They did that wonderfully, and there it was was like my favorite show at the time. Um, I don't think there's any reason they couldn't do that. I mean, contractually speaking, and on top of that, like if it's a contractual thing with uh, TNT, here's the thing. Vince, because of the huge amount of money, there is a difference here. Vince, because of the huge amount of money this contract is paying him, he doesn't want USA or, or, or Fox to have the leverage to say, hey, you haven't been delivering live shows. We're going to renegotiate for a smaller amount. I kind of don't feel that uh, AEW has much to worry about in that area because they've been, by by the metrics that we've, that we've read about anyways, they've been overperforming since, yeah, the, since the beginning. Outperforming expectations. Yeah, yeah. and so... And on top of that, Meltzer said one thing. Look, and when, when it comes to AEW stuff, you kind of have to trust Dave Meltzer because he's like best friends with like all the AEW guys. So I take what he says, you know, with, you know, not just a grain of salt. Um, and he said that uh, TNT is fine with the way they had been handling it mm-hmm. with the bulk tapings. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm kind of curious as to the whys, why they feel like, oh, it's important to go live. I don't really think it's all. I mean, we saw it this week. I think NXT was live on Wednesday. They had the live bug, and they don't when they're not live, I think. Uh, yeah. And uh, and AEW is taped, and AEW still ended up outdrawing him in the ratings, signi- yeah. uh, I mean, to a, to a degree. Yeah. Um, so uh, let's see here. What is this Fightful yeah. Select bit yeah, here? Read this Fightful Select bit. All right, so they have an additional update on it, noting that they have confirmed with AEW a little bit resuming Live programming in two weeks, as reported by Meltzer. We've been told they, they'll have double the roster available from that point than they had when they taped in Georgia. Uh, but they also aren't committed or obligated to go live every week. And they say and say they'll tape when it makes sense. The first Dynamite in May and Double or Nothing will be live with some taped and staggered episodes in between. I wonder if it's a matter of, hey, if we're going to, I mean, this is what it seems like. Hey, let's tape some stuff. But I mean, while we're there, we'll just do it live. I mean, I guess that makes sense if you know for the the very first one. Yeah, if right. Do the first one. You're gonna tape a bunch of them. Do the first like if you want to do the first one live, fine, whatever. But then you know, try to tape as much as you can while everybody's there. Yeah. Uh, up until uh, double or nothing, and I understand double or nothing. You want to do that live as pay per view. Uh, I guess that makes it feel like a, a larger, more important event. Um, okay, whatever. It's the then I guess. I mean, like you can you can read the schedule and, and like try to make sense of it, but you know I think it's just the common sense thing idea is uh, you want to uh, have people travel as little as possible, uh, have people travel out to Florida once a month, do a bunch of tapings, and then send them home. Yeah. Well, when the bodies really start piling up, maybe they'll learn. Uh, speaking of, no segue there. Hulk Hogan. His biopic. Speaking of things we can't do, go to movies and see the Hulk Hogan movie. Uh, so it was announced several months ago 
uh, this is great, Thor himself, Chris Hemsworth, who's got a new movie out on Netflix today called Extraction. Correct. We're we're not sponsored by them. Why am I saying that? Nice plug. You know why? Because on Twitter, it's literally every other tweet I see that ad. Oh, you get the promoted ads. I could block it, but he's a good-looking guy, so I just keep it there anyways. He seems like he's a funny dude, too. Yeah, he's a cool guy. He seems like a cool guy. Anyways, uh, so uh, it was announced several months ago that he's going to be playing the Hulkster brother in an upcoming biopic during an interview with Screen Rant. Hemsworth was asked about the status of the project, to which he replied, Look, I haven't read a script yet, brother. I know it's being written now and worked on. I know very little about that. It's sort of in the process now. I'm just fascinated by that world, and I think they're pretty keen to show a side of the world that people haven't seen before. I'm as intrigued as you are. How are they going to morph his beautiful face to 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 be the sort of monstrous roided Hogan of like the early '80s, which is probably when this is going to be set? Oh, it's probably all going to be CG, man. It's going to be uh, <laughs> instead of like de aging CG, it's going to be uh, like a, a morphing thing where you're, you're going to take. Hemsworth face and make it into a Hogan face. Like, just get whoever did Sloth from the Goonies. Oh, gosh. And then apply that type of makeup. Because Hogan was a weird-looking dude. He was puffy as heck back then. Well, especially when he was he was on the juice, yeah. Yeah, but, like, if you look at him, like, WrestleMania 6 and then at WrestleMania 9, it's, like, two literally different people. It's weird. Um, so, anyways, in any event, that'll be a blast. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing Chris yeah, Hemsworth. That, should, that should be hopefully fun and hopefully, uh, yeah, they, they, they try to, oh, I just hope they don't try to kayfabe the hell out of it. Yeah, I kind of do, to be honest with you. <laughs> I want to see how far they can go <laughs> with kayfabing it, man. Well, I guess kind of depends if Hogan's involved, it's going to be all kayfabed. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, if not, then who knows? Yeah, yeah. Who knows? I mean, they, I mean, I guess they they probably have to do a certain degree of uh, uh, take a certain degree of creative liberties if they want to, you know, uh, uh, have his blessing to a certain extent. You know, I don't, I don't know if they can tell the the story of Hulk Hogan without him signing off on it. Not that he has to be involved and have script approval by a stretch of the imagination, but. Um, have there been any really good like or have what, what, are there some examples recently of some movies that came out that were sort of biopics without? Are you even allowed to do that? I don't know if you are. Because I know I watched like bits and pieces of that terrible Queen movie. Like it gets every like all the big like like timeline beats. It gets so wrong. <laughs> like, well, I know the band like the, the, the surviving members of the band are like really involved in the production of that. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And that's why. <laughs> because yeah. they're like, hey, it's fine. You can do a creatively, you know, use, use a lot of creative license to sort of get the point across. Um, you know, they felt that, you know, spiritually speaking, uh, the movie got the beats right, even if factually it was, it was really incorrect. Um, but, uh, but no, I can't remember like any, uh, I don't know. They should totally just, uh, they should totally citizen cane it, man. Just like make it basically a biopic, but just change the name. Yeah. 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 Anyways, uh, we talked about in our NXT recap about whether or not uh, Drake Maverick has actually been released from the company or is it a big work or not. Yeah. We have some info on that. We do from PW Insider. They have some info. And according to uh, PW Insider, Mike Johnson, he has most definitely been released by the company. He's saying, quote, Maverick is still officially being released. WWE opted to tie his reaction to the release on Twitter and to his storyline after seeing the big reaction it received online. Since he is still technically with the company until his 90-day period expires, he's being utilized. While there is always a chance his release could be rescinded, 
I guess there's precedent for that. Uh, as of right now, Maverick's release was and remains legitimate. I have a wild idea, Larson. All right, hit, hit me with it. If you're a company and you let a guy go and he makes an emotional plea on Twitter that gets a wild response, maybe you don't release him. <laughs> kind of crazy, right? <laughs> yeah, who'd have thought? What a wild thought. Just just an idea I have. Just an idea I have. What do yeah, I you're, know? You're really ahead of the curve on this kind of stuff, Steve. You should, have, you should start a wrestling promotion. You okay. should be in business. Sounds good. We'll go live this week. Mm. No, but you know, it's live tonight. SmackDown, we got a preview, Larson. True, true. Here we go. First entry. Oh, man, I'm looking forward to this. Friday night SmackDown to celebrate 25 years of Triple H and WWE. I wish this was the entire episode. I am a massive Triple H fan. Have been for 25 years now. Truth. I want this to be the entire damn thing. Ah, uh, uh, are are we gonna get some uh, some pre WWF footage? I know it's celebrating his time in WWE, but can't they preface it with some terrorizing? I know. They're, they're, I, I don't know how you could get a uh, show the history of Triple H with without showing the foundation, which is terrorizing. <laughs> uh, and all the wrestlers, they're all you know, all the wrestlers that are wrestling. They all need to be dressed up as different incarnations of Triple H. And he needs to take pictures with each of them doing the, the finger point. Yes, exactly. Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross are going, to defending their, are going to be defending their titles against Carmella and Dana Brooke. Man, Carmella and uh, uh, Corey Graves. Dana Brooke have no chance. Oh, they've got no chance. But Carmella and Corey Graves have been going live on Instagram. And it's hilarious because this dude does not know how to say one thing without sticking his foot in his mouth. In front of Carmella, and it can get awkward sometimes. It's hilarious. But he's a big 90 Day Fiance fan, Larson. You need to jump on board that, man. Hey, look, I've I've been anti-Tiger King because I'm like, hey, I don't care about that. 90 Day Fiance, trust me, you'll like it. Pass. Uh, <laughs> see a special look at Braun Strowman and Bray Wyatt's history this Friday night. That could be interesting. Uh, oh, yeah, that's going to be good. That'll be good. Uh, I hope they show Braun Strowman as a rosebud. Lacey Evans squares off with Sasha Banks for a spot in the Money in the Bank ladder match. Oh, wow. <laughs> so one of those people, uh, Lacey Evans isn't going to be in Money in the Bank? That's weird. Or Sasha Banks. One of the two isn't. I know. Shocking. That's crazy. It's funny because right now in the betting odds, they're both tops. Oh, for the actual uh, ladder match itself? Yeah. Well, only one of them's getting in. So hopefully, no <laughs> so one's one of them... so far the loser of this match. You're just throwing <laughs> money away. I mean, this this hey, this totally makes that the prediction for this match pretty easy, right? It's whoever whoever wins this match is probably going to become Mrs. Money in the Bank. Probably, yeah. And then finally, Drew Gulak meets King Corbin in a Money in the Bank qualifying match. Corbin's totally winning this one. I mean, I guess it could be Nia Jax. Uh, oh yeah, Corbin's totally gonna win this. Uh, while you guys are, uh, are 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 checking out SmackDown, also check out Drew Gulak's new Twitch account. Yeah, he's playing uh, Psychonauts. Psychonauts last night. I saw. I yeah. turned it on. It's just he's just like a mellow dude. He wasn't saying anything. The only thing I heard him say was, "This was the first time I played this game." <laughs> <laughs> Why Psychonauts then, Drew? Uh, maybe he's always wanted to get into it. I don't. Could know. be. I Could don't be. Know. Anyways, uh, I want to say thanks to everybody that came out to the Unsolved Mystery stream last night, man. Oh, yeah. How'd that go? I can't wait until this whole thing is done with because you and I have to get together and watch some Unsolved Mysteries at some point. 
it's right. a blast. And we've all discovered a theme. There are horses in every episode of Unsolved Mysteries so far. Three episodes, three appearances of horses. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Maybe they shot them all in bulk, and so they had this horse all day, and like, we got to get our money's worth of this damn horse we spent thousands <laughs> of dollars on. Fine, have it as background. Every episode, it could be. background horse. Because the one last night was completely nonsensical. It was They, they said, okay, and you know, after viewers uh, sent in their tips, the suspects were found at this house, and then like it shows a house. And, and the like, horse answers the door. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. Anyways, that's it for News Brief. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. We'll be back tonight uh, live on Twitch for our SmackDown review. And then, of course, right after that, it goes on to VOD at uh, YouTube. So thanks for watching. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.